When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up and welcome back to Kind of Funny Screencast. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by the new face of video games blessing at AOEA Jr. What's up, Tim? The producer slash seducer Nick Scarpino. Hey, Tim, what's going on? I love it. Oh, there's going to be a lot of that today. I can feel it in my bones. It is Christmas in February. Joey Noel. Top of the morning. The big daddy, Greg Miller. El goddamn Dorado. And the big dog, Kevin Coelho. What up, guys? We got a, quite the cast. We were lucky enough to go see an early mm-hmm. press screening of Uncharted, and we're going to be giving our review right here on the Kind of Funny Screencast, our show that we do multiple times a week now on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny and RoosterTeeth.com. You can also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for Kind of Funny Screencast, and we'll be right there for you. If you wanted to get the show ad-free, if you wanted to watch it live as we record it, you got to go to Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny, just like our Patreon producers, Gordon McGuire, Molecule, and James Davis Makes have done. Uh, today we're brought to you by Upstart and Green Chef, but we'll talk about that later because I want to talk about Uncharted. Greg Miller, I want to start with you. As a man that is no stranger to reviewing Uncharted things, Yeah, what did you think of the Uncharted movie? Uh, I thought this movie... And I'm going to piss off a lot of people, ladies and gentlemen. It was great. I think on the kind of funny review scale, I'd give it a four out of five. I think it's better than okay. I think it was a lot of fun. I, you know, I'm not a, a a blockbuster action movie person at all, but I thought Tom Holland was a lot of fun in this, as he always is. I enjoyed watching him. Uh, I pulled up the IMDb page specifically so I could say Sophia Ali was great as Chloe Frazier. I really liked her. Um, you know, Mark Wahlberg, I am not a fan of, and this movie did not change my mind. Uh, there's a plenty of goofy eye rolly stuff in this, I think, as you go through it and watch it in like weird decision. Eventually we'll get to spoilers, right? Not right now at the top, uh, that we'll get into later, but I left this movie. I had a lot of fun with this movie and I came home and I told Jen, uh, I really liked it. And when it's on demand, I'm going to have her watch it. Joey Noel. Uh, I liked it. I probably wouldn't give it a four out of five. I'm probably like in a three, three and a half range. We don't do um, halves. Oh, well, no. See, this <laughs> well, is a tough choice. Now. Is it okay a three or is it great, Joey, a four? Is it okay a... or is it great, Joey? You got to make up your mind. I don't know the screen cast people ever agreed to this. <laughs> yeah, we never we have the, we we have the three finger review. We didn't get you know? any input we're on this scale. Deal <laughs> in the thing we all asked you to review if you signed off on it. And you also, uh, like, fucking bumps on a goddamn pickle, Kevin. Watch I don't remember that. Pickle and I'm throwing the other half at Joey. Make a case, Joey. Is it a three or a four? Uh, just to piss off Greg, I'm saying it's a three. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I don't want to be. I don't want to be on Team Greg. You got him. You as got long him. as I've been reviewing Uncharted, Joey, I've been overrating Uncharted. <laughs> I don't care. Um, I think it's a. I'm if if I'm gonna go see an action movie, if it's a heist movie, I'm gonna like it more than kind of any other subgenre. Um, so I think it's fun in terms of it being an Uncharted movie. 
questionable for me about how many ties there are to actually it being Uncharted. Um, I didn't feel like a huge, I'm not a huge Uncharted fan. I've only played the first three. Uh, so I'm not like the, I know, I know. I got Four's really good. It. Yeah, four is really good. Yeah, uh, it's on, it's right here on my PlayStation. I'll get to it eventually. Uh, but I had a fun time. I, because I'm not the biggest Uncharted fan, I'm sure there's like a lot of the small things throughout the movie that I missed in terms of nods. No, maybe not. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but I, I'm not mad that I went to go see it. Uh, this probably falls into like, for me, the Jungle Cruise category of I saw it and I'll probably never watch it again. <laughs> but I had a good time while I was there. Blessing. I think for me, the biggest testament to the quality of this movie is that uh, before going to see the movie, we had drinks and I had about three drinks. And one of my favorite pastimes is falling asleep in movie theaters. Mm -hmm. I fucking love <laughs> falling asleep in movie theaters. I think it's the Best most place comfortable to place to fall asleep aside from yeah. your own bed. Uh, and falling asleep to a movie just hits different. And like <laughs> after having three drinks and <laughs> going to the movie theater uh, in the evening time, I had a fight to like not sleep during this movie, but I did, I did succeed. And I think that is to the quality right. of the movie is that the right. movie was good enough that I succeeded not falling asleep. Uh, I think it is a strong three out of five. Okay. Film. There's nothing, there's nothing terrible about this movie. And I think that is the greatest part of it is that like for what my expectations for what this movie was going to be as a video game movie and as, and as an uncharted movie, I thought it, I, I thought it had every chance to like, fail or flop or have a corny moment or try to reference a thing from the video game and then just just, just utterly fail uh anytime it tried something i think it had moderate success i think the <laughs> i think tom holland is great i think mark Wahlberg is forgettable i think um the actress who played chloe was pretty good uh i think the action was good enough like everything in this movie i think is good enough for a decent uncharted movie and i don't think anybody anybody who's looking forward to the movie isn't necessarily looking, looking for anything more and i think it hits exactly what you expect this movie to be and so strong three out of five okay for me nick scarpino um i had fun watching it i think that there's i think the strength of the movie is is tom holland and mark Wahlberg's back and forth and i think uh, their chemistry with sophia ali was the the most fun i mean the, the movie was at its best i think when you're when you're watching them try to unfold a puzzle that is largely nonsensical to me because I have no idea if any of the thing they're talking about is historically accurate or just completely. All right, made sure, up. Magellan. Yeah, why not? I believe. Yeah, why not? Exactly. <laughs> um, sure, that sounds great. You know, um, it, but I'm a sucker for a treasure hunting movie. So for me, this movie falls somewhere in the realm of really blessing. When you're when you when you talk about this movie, you have to ask: Is it better or worse than Sahara? That's really the mark we're trying to hit here, and. I haven't seen Sahara in 10 years, so I can't answer that question. But well, here's, what, my, here's is, the question I would ask. Do you think yeah. it's better than Tomb Raider? Um, yeah, actually, I think, it, I think it is better than Tomb Raider. I, I, I remember, to, see, for me, the, the okay, I would have given Tomb Raider an okay. And I went with Joey. If that was a movie I saw, I had a fine time with it in the, in the theater, I think in the exact same theater. Uh, and then I never thought about it again, and I struggled to be like and remember anything about it. But, I like this one leaps and bounds more than Tomb yeah. Raider. Yeah, well, Tomb Raider, I think, I think was basically like, you know, barely a movie. <laughs> but this, this, I think, does a good job <laughs> only because I think it's got two leads that are fun to watch and have good charisma back and forth. And then, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a shout-out for the action set pieces, too. I thought, I thought a lot yeah. of stuff they did was, you know, we saw in the trailers – um the, the boat the boats being floated up into the air and i was like that's the most that's the stupidest thing ever but it's a fun sequence uh similar to how you know i think who who joe you mentioned jungle cruise things like that this movie hits right there where it's like if, if you're looking for something fun to watch 
on a Saturday afternoon and the tickets aren't that expensive and you got something better to do afterward, go watch this movie for two hours, zone out, eat a big popcorn, have a Diet Coke. You'll enjoy it. But ultimately, it's it's pretty forgettable. So I would probably put it in the three category as well. Kevin Coelho. I think I would put it in the solid three okay category. I think that um, for me, when it comes to these movies, I'm always like, well, how was it compared to National Treasure? Yeah. And um, in in the sense, like, it, it doesn't it's, – it's not as fun as National Treasure. And I think that's because a lot because of Mark Wahlberg where it just mm-hmm. – his character was like – it doesn't – it doesn't – it's not a good Sully at all in the sense of, like, they don't have this relationship. And I get that they're establishing it. But, like, from the roots that we're seeing being established here, like, there is one moment where, you know, they, they really like, all right, now they have this relationship. And it's like, I don't know that that's enough. So um, – that's kind of like soured the movie for me, uh, and uh, I, but I mean Tom Holland's great. I think that Tom Holland is just lovable to to watch do stuff. I think he he did a great Drake, um, and uh, you know I I think am I ever gonna watch this movie again? I don't think so. But I also don't regret watching it in theaters. Where I, I think it's a fun experience to have in theaters. I wish I had seen it in four D. That definitely would have pushed it. To a four. That would have made a difference. Oh, 100%. As soon as it started, I was like, I I legitimately was like, ah, it's too bad they don't. It was a great option. Yeah. And it would have been better. (laughs) The wind, water, the seats moving, it would have been better. Like, that's what 4D is made for, for these dumb movies. Yes, Nick. Oh, I was going to, I just wanted to pose. Well, Tim, what did you think of the movie? I was going to say, Tim, you're the lead reviewer on this one for Kind of Funny. What did you think? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm in line with most people here. It's definitely a solid three for me, which uh, is okay. And I think that that is very impressive for the Uncharted movie. I think that there was a lot of people going into this that would expect that it would it would be bad or even terrible. Uh, and with the the kind of streak of video game movies we've had over the last couple of decades, I don't think that that's that crazy of a, a hypothesis. But on the other side, you combine that with this movie being directed by the guy that directed Venom 1. And you're like, and with the the very, the very uh, you know, tumultuous uh, production uh, schedule that this movie had, it's like, there's a lot kind of going against it. And I kind of think against all odds, it came out being like, hey, not a single thing in this movie made me roll my eyes. Like I more often than not was mm. engaged. I think that it was uh, a very... <laughs> It didn't make me roll my eyes. I mean, that made me kind of laugh. Like Mark Wahlberg uh, in this movie is very funny. He's definitely not Sully, and he's just Mark Wahlberg. And Mm -hmm. I like watching Mark Wahlberg and things. So I guess that's where we kind of fall on different lines of this. Like he's just such a. I also like watching Mark Wahlberg, but this is one of those things where I wanted to see Sully. Yeah, I mean, this is Mark Wahlberg doing his best Mark Wahlberg impression the entire movie, which take it or leave it, love it a lot. My big question for everyone that's played the Uncharted series is, does this in any way, shape, or form feel like an Uncharted movie? Because to me, going into this, it did not. I've only, I mean, granted, I've only played the first hour of the first game three times, (laughs) but... As someone who doesn't know the source material at all, it doesn't feel like the source material. He's been the first one, he's joking. Yeah, I have played the full first one. But Tom Holland, and, and I mean, you guys talk about how Mark Wahlberg doesn't feel like the Sully character. Tom Holland does not feel like a Nathan Drake character. He doesn't feel like like Nathan Drake. He feels like a Nathan Drake-style character. And to his credit, 
I think he took this and added more dimensions to it and really made it his own. But let's be perfectly honest. It's like he's doing like an edgy Peter Parker here the entire time. And they even have moments where he like strikes the pose and you're like, all right, I see what you're doing here. Sony. Well, yeah, like his, I see there, what what, at here. one point, I, I forget when he's falling and getting hurt or whatever. And he goes, oh, God, I'm like, that is the same delivery as Spider-Man yeah. saying, oh, <laughs> God, God, but I like it fine. But I think if you, get, uh, if you cast Tom I, Holland and you get it and give him a young hero role with an American accent, he's going to sound like Peter Parker. I, I, I think he feels like a younger Nate. Like, yeah, before the adventures, like he's still... Like, this reminds me a lot of, uh, what, the Casino Royale, where it's like, uh, this doesn't feel like Bond, but by the end, we're seeing him, like, picking up certain things where it's like, oh, okay, I see how this is, like, the proto-James Bond character. Uh, yeah, I had the same exact thing, where by the end of the movie, I could see where, if they made a second movie, how it would feel more mm -hmm. Nathan Drake and Sully. But throughout this whole movie, it, I, I feel like I am watching Tom Holland playing Tom Holland, which for me is really fun. It, for me, it's more fun than watching Mark Wahlberg playing Mark Wahlberg. But, like, one of my small complaints with this movie, and it might be a hot take, is with is with Tom Holland, where he he's very charismatic, and he's really fun and enjoyable to watch. But for some reason, in this movie, I couldn't get past his voice. Like, mm. I don't know what about it. it. It's For me, it sounded like somebody who was trying to put on an American accent versus mm. somebody who has an, a natural American accent and was playing a character. Like, this and reminds me so case. much. Well, I feel like at some point... It is the it, case, but it was noticeable for me this time. I, I, I would notice occasionally what I felt was him trying to do a Boston accent, right? Because they're in yeah. there. They, the movie starts, mm. and spoilers with the, or them in... Uh, we get flashbacks or whatever to them being in Boston. Mm. And, I, or, and then they, uh, the present day is in New York. I thought yeah. there was some kind of flair he was putting on it that wasn't exactly Peter Parker that was trying to make it his own thing, but whatever. But I would say that, like, to answer your question, Nick, before you ask another one, like, it was... I do feel like he is enough like Nathan Drake. I guess that's one of my things. Walking into this movie, I didn't. Ex I was not expecting to get the video game, and I, I don't want the video game again. I want them to do something different with it. I saw a lot of people online being like, oh, man, like, yeah, this Sully is nothing like our Sully. And I'm like, well, isn't that kind of good? Like, yeah. I don't need it to be the same. I thought the Drake stuff for – I thought I could – I look at this, and I'm like, that is another dimension's Nathan Drake, and it is a young Nathan Drake. And I think, you know, the way they – some of the themes they play with that are, that are in later games they put in this movie, and I can see that there and how they wrestle with that. Like, I thought – I thought for me, more than anything, I thought he looked great. I thought he looked great as Nathan Drake. You know, I, I pop later on when he kind of becomes Nathan Drake, as we'd expect him to be. Like, I, I, I liked what they did with him. Sorry, Nick, you your hand up, though. Well, I was going to say, Greg, I think what you're reacting to, and I think uh, blessing what you're reacting to is – you know when you have like an overwhelming smell or a taste on a plate that just takes everything else over? Yeah. You can't be near Mark Wahlberg and not have a Boston accent at a certain point. <laughs> sure. I, honestly, I honestly think that's true because there are moments <laughs> where the Boston in, in Mark comes out and oh that's God, when so I felt bad. it. But that's when I felt it with, with uh, what's with his Tom face? Holland, where, yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, is he matching? It Like, is he matching on like some like, Oh, uh, grifter thing of like, oh, if I match this, like, we'll be closer. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg's will... area of effect. <laughs> <It's just> <laughs> there. <laughs> Going back to Nick's question, too, of it feeling like Uncharted, I do think that there is a surprisingly, there was surprisingly a lack of like dead bodies and people getting murdered by Nathan Drake. Like, I think you had some of that, but yeah. like, the, it, that felt way toned down from the games where the games are basically, you're mowing down tons and tons and tons of goons. They didn't really have a, like, they had bad guys that felt like they were powerful because they had their hired goons, but it mm -hmm. wasn't like a, we're hiring hundreds of people and I have all this unlimited cash to make my thing work. Like, it was way more toned back from that. And I think setting wise, this movie took place in more, uh, in, in less of like 
jungle i am exploring empty tombs kind of thing mm-hmm. like it, it it gets there like it has it has a little bit of that but the bulk of the movie just wasn't that and i think usually the bulk of the games are that and so i think it felt different from that also yeah i think I they was... really nailed the the uncharted kind of vibe and i think it is a two-hour version of something that we're used to spending 20 30 hours with per game and i think that's the difference is mm-hmm. does this does tom holland feel like nathan drake i think yes and no i think yes he does but no because Part of Nathan Drake is just the random aside quips and stuff of when you're walking around interacting with things. And you can't really show that in a movie. And I think it's the the same thing with the, the set pieces and with the way that the story progresses and the, the amount of locations they go to. I think in that way, it very much is Uncharted. And the amount of twists and the quality of the twists in this game, I think, are exactly in line with uncharted is that a good or bad thing i don't know but it is uncharted and that's kind of the the whole thing to go back to what nick was saying about the they're just dropping a bunch of names and magellan did this and this and this and we're just supposed to believe it that's kind of my least favorite type of adventure movie and it kind of seems to be a a trope in all of them including classics like indiana jones but like i almost wish that like we could kind of be in on figuring things out with them and i guess that Mm. what separates them from us is that they have this knowledge they know this stuff but it's not satisfying to just be told oh man i read this thing in a book a long time ago and it connects to this thing and if you connect these things it does this thing but that's just what these movies and games are and i think that with that this did a good job of translating those portions from game to movie yeah it's it's interesting because we brought up national treasures and that's one of the things that like obviously i think it hit closer to home for us because it was all american history and so, and but this was all basically European history that, of course, I didn't pay attention to in school, so I couldn't tell you if you were making this stuff up or not. Not that I, I paid attention. I to I feel like it was either, very much like the only historical part is Magellan went around Magellan. the world, died near the Philippines, yeah. and then everything else is just like just kind of made up, right? Yeah. Yeah. What about the? What about when he says "sick Parmesan Magentan"? Uh huh. Sick Parmesan Magentan. Everybody knows. Before Magellan, like Magellan, is what he says. Before we move on to to our full spoilers for this movie. Let me tell you about our sponsors. Green Chef is the greenest way to get your greens. It's the most sustainable meal kit out there, offsetting 100% of their plastic packaging in every box and 100% of their carbon footprint and emissions. Their pre-portioned ingredients mean you reduce your food waste by at least 25% compared to boring old grocery shopping. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well with options for every lifestyle like keto and paleo, vegan, vegetarian, fast and fit, Mediterranean, and gluten-free. I'm Greg Miller, and I use Green Chef. They just sent me a box the other day. We had these... uh, 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 these uh, uh, Greek pitas, they were delicious. You cut them in half, then you put all the delicious stuff in there, came in a brown bag, you open up the brown bag, take out all these other brown bags, then you recycle it all, then you eat this delicious food. It's great, why wouldn't you do this? Go to greenchef.com slash kindoffunny130 and use the code kindoffunny130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash kindoffunny130 and code kindoffunny130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Think of all the things you could do and all the places you could go if you didn't have high interest loans or credit card debt. Upstart helps make those dreams a reality by helping you pay off your existing debt quickly with a personal loan. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Whether you're paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment. Upstart knows you're more than just your credit score and is expanding access to affordable credit. Unlike other lenders, Upstart considers your income and current employment to find you a smarter rate for your loan. 
With a five minute rate check, you can see your rate upfront for your loans between $1,000 and $50,000 and receive your funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash kindoffunny. That's upstart.com slash kindoffunny. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash kindoffunny. And now we are in spoiler territory. Does anyone so, want to start off with something? Yeah, I want to kick this off. So one of the things that I thought was, I mean, I think the only choice you can make but I think I took it a little bit farther down was that you can't have Tom Holland out there fucking capping fools. And when the, the biggest, I think, hit or what was supposed to be a hit for people is when he finally puts the full outfit on. He gets the holsters and he puts yeah. it on and we hear the theme they play the for the music. first time. Which, by the way, they should have played the theme the entire time. I, don't, I yes. have no idea why they for wouldn't sure. use that amazing theme because we hear it in strings. The end, I was like, oh, you guys re-recorded the theme. And it's stunning. Why would no, you not use the, that? The credits were straight up the original version from three. That's oh, Nathan three. Oh, then it's clean as shit. It's incredible. Because that when that hit, I was like, dude, that's what this movie was missing. It was missing that iconic soundtrack. Yes. But him taking the guns out, he shoots at one dude and then gets the gun knocked out of his hand. I'm like, all right, I guess we don't really we want to make a PG movie. PG thirteen, man. Yeah. Yeah, but like we see one same trickle thing of blood it, on Antonio Banderas. I was gonna throat. say he gets yeah, his fucking throat. So bad. There's this little thing. It's like, all right, there would have been yeah. better ways to kill him and then and not yeah. have to show that you and can't that, show blood. That's what it leads me to the other thing that I really think holds this movie back is that the antagonists are just boring as shit. And and yeah. they're just sort of always playing catch up and they're they're not like Antonio Banderas's character is menacing at first, and then you're like, oh, he's kind of bland. And then the, yeah, the actress that plays dad's so much cooler than him. His dad was cool. And then, you know, the actress that plays Braddock um, is just kind of overdoing it the entire time. She's playing mm. she's playing this, like, comic book version of a villain. And I wish that either she had come down to everyone else's level or everyone else had come up to her level to make it that vibe of, like, this is hyper, like, surreal and silly and stupid. But every time she's on screen with Mark Wahlberg, he's just so rooted in, like, the good guys or the other guys and she's like rooted in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And I'm like, these mm. don't, these don't, like, there's no parody here. You guys are on different levels with your scenes. Like, the director needed to bring them together a little bit more. Yeah, I agree with that uh, in terms of the, the Mark Wahlberg. Anytime Mark Wahlberg was with the with her specifically, I, I didn't really vibe with it. But I liked the bad guys being as kind of one-dimensional as they were because it allowed the, the movie to just move and, like, not get in its own way. Like, I really enjoyed this movie's pacing because it kept me engaged. And I liked how many times it was like, all right, cool. This is the bad guy. We're twisting it. No, this is the bad guy. This is the bad guy. But it never felt convoluted. It felt very linear in a straight line. The, the Uncharted mm -hmm. games often are. Um, and I feel like the Uncharted games sometimes get in their own way of trying to add too many twists that are, are, are like big brain shit. Whereas this was just kind of like the moment that she slit Antonio Banderas throat, I didn't see that coming. And I was like, oh, that's mm -hmm. kind of that. That was a, a cool thing. And I like that we're now kind of like getting rid of some of the noise so we can focus on we have this group of good guys and there's this group of bad guys. Everything's clear. There's no C plot going on in this movie. Like right. there is a plot and that's pretty much it. So but I, I thought that, that that helped it a lot. But it's weird to me because like you had Antonio Banderas who's like the older character. You had Mark Wahlberg who's the older character. My assumption would be that they'd square off in a, in a plane of action while while Tom Holland and I want to look up her name, Tati Gabriel uh, or Gabrielle, they square off on another plane of action. But instead, we just get Mark Wahlberg flying helicopter for 25 minutes in this movie. <laughs> Dude is like, oh, my God, what's going on with my gold? Is my gold going to fall out? Oh, no, it didn't fall out yet. Let me go Are you OK, kid? 
Um, so that was that was unfortunate. Um, and I mean, then the other unfortunate thing for me was they. I was like, how are they going to bring the Chloe character back in the third act? Yeah, and Aww. they just don't. I'm happy they did though. Come I like. I, yeah, I, we didn't need more of her, and it's one of those things I, that like she's like, a main character though. Like she's yeah. in, like she's, yeah, she's a, a supporting character. Yeah, and you're then right. they randomly like, are like, I was like, oh, she's gonna come. Like I assumed she would be like on I the like, boat, like that was in the harbor, and she was like gonna, I don't know, to do something else. But I instead, like, they're just like, oh yeah, we forgot about her. She's down there. She's like you. I, I <laughs> like it's one it. of those things too. I sent her in the different direction, but then here she is underneath us, yeah, similar to how I sent the bad guys to a different part of the island. But there they are with their little telescope scope as we yeah, as yeah. i drive I, by so they never go after me i like that she was like essentially the whole movie being like i'm better and like i'm betraying you because you were going to betray me and at the, her conclusion is like you're not better you're like on par like you wanted this all for yourself so now you get none of it um i i think that the 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 issue that i have with this movie is like the poor writing there's so many things that like get just written away of like oh the bad guys are going to the wrong area but she just happens to be looking through a little monoscope yeah, that's, that's at the cool right things. moment, and now she knows where to go. And it's like, man, we couldn't have, we couldn't have taken one more pass that, huh? That was well, the best. There was some yeah. other stuff that like they did explain well because Chloe kind of double crossed them, and there was sure. there were things like yeah, that. Yeah, that, that was that was, was fun. Yeah. All the all the double crossing moments, all the can I trust this person? Can I not trust this person? That that was fun for me. I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't know. Right, can we trust? Can you trust Sully? I mean, can you can you ever really trust Mark Wahlberg? So that stuff really kind of works for me. It's just when we get to that third act and Antonio Banderas is like, guys, I'm going to sit down. And he pulls the Samuel L. Jackson from Deep Blue Sea where the shark just comes out and grabs you like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. I'm like, why? You just sidelined a great actor. And now he's, that's it. It's just a little trickle of blood. And, and, and Braddock gets to take over this movie. It was kind of weird. Joey, you had a question. Oh, I was going to say, when you said that you were expecting, like, uh, Sully to go after Antonio Banderas and their, uh, them to, like, kind of split apart, I think that's, it's, we're in phase one of these Uncharted movies, and I don't think that that would have made sense for their characters to have, like, teamed up on that level, because they still had so much tension mm. of, like, the helicopter and stuff like that. I think is, if, when they make more of these, you'll start to get those, like, team-up moments. But I think that would have felt kind of cheap to get in, at that point in the franchise. I don't mean square yeah, off. I, I mean like they should have been rivals. Like they built this whole concept of like oh, they this were guy. rivals. They literally they were, say, "Yeah, that's my main he's rival." Like, he's like this guy. He's my main rival, and they say it in the movie, and then they don't even have a scene together. I don't think. I think actually, yeah, I don't I don't think, like I think Tom Holland has like one scene with him, and then Antonio Banderas <laughs> doesn't have these scenes with the other I, people. In this movie. But it's not about the rivalry as much as it's about the treasure. Yeah, right. of course, of course, and they, they did what they had to do to push the action along. I mean, this is an action movie after all. I just, I just wish there was a cleverer way to make the those the bad guys a little bit more three dimensional because we've but seen I, this movie so many times before. Like Greg brought up Tomb Raider. Who's the bad guy in Tomb Raider? Exactly. No, you can't remember who that guy was. Who was it? I think I think Daniel Craig was a bad guy. Maybe Gerard Butler was a bad guy in one of them. Who was, it doesn't matter. They, they're all just so generic. And in order to keep your movie from being that, you have to – they needed to have focused a little bit more on the antagonist and who was driving that forward. Mm. That was my See, I'm with you, but like, the reason that doesn't get hung up on for me this time around is, first off, I had such a low expectation for this, I, as I do for all action films, honestly, or blockbuster films. And the fact was that I much I appreciated spending more time with Drake, 
Sully, Chloe, and their dynamic of who can they trust? There's a backstabbing going on. This is moving around. I when we went and saw Antonio Banderas, like I thought he was dope. I I liked him. I liked his uh, you know threat to Tom at the auction. I liked him murdering his father. (laughs) I liked all that. And then I was surprised too when he got killed. And when he got killed, I was like, oh damn! All right, cool. Like this woman who I know is a badass is a badass. And then we just moved on to because okay, right? The guys are on the plane somewhere. Where oh there they are. Okay, where's Chloe? Okay, great. Like I appreciated in this realm of this kind of movie and this the story I want from this that it was let's give you the characters you care about and the action you care about and those other people will be there. I'm with Kevin that yeah the oh there they are <laughs> follow them everybody get on them that's lame as hell like, it must have been a better way to do that. Yeah. I, I will say that for me uh, getting rid of Antonio Bandero or Banderas I forget his name uh, getting rid of him you halfway through the movie did kind of uh, bring it down for me a bit just because to next point of like building up these villains being more interesting and. and having more to do i for me it was the thing of the way that it happened felt real quick and out of nowhere in a way where i was like man i wish there was a bit more build up and a bit more like believability to this because her slitting his his throat and then everybody sitting there just watching it which like it was I, weird I, I, was uh, well, weird and I, I guess the assumption is that those are her people so they yeah, weren't they, they stated that but also yeah. there's not also, one guy there that he hi- like this that, that's, that's my thing is like why like, wasn't there why were that his stupid people? that he's like here i'll just hire you, you know you so contract everyone out there all, all these guys with guns around me they'll be loyal to you <laughs> well no, no he yeah, had like, hired one other person how many times did people come to do that for us yeah. Hey, we don't you, kill people. Come do, come do, well, we could, <laughs> the though. Stake, the you're missing my point. Well, you're missing. You're convoluting the point. If we got f- fucking called in to do another Final Fantasy reveal, sure. right? They come to me. I book the entire group. I got you. I got them. I hire Andrea. We got this whole thing. And then we show up, and I murder the king of Final Fantasy in front of all you guys. I would have already told you, hey, this is the plan eventually, by the way. We're not giving him jack shit. I'm hiring you saying I'm giving you you know, 100K, but really we're going to murder and have $3 billion. We'll split that. Sure, you know, but, yeah, but, but a more fun I, way to do that on the plane would have had to for him to have his people and her to have her people. There's a fight, and then that would have actually probably made sense because how? By the way, this plane not that big. How are three people hiding on this plane that nobody <laughs> can see? Where well, is where did Chloe go? There's three fucking places on this plane she could have possibly gone to. I just feel like it, it, it kind of deflated the tension to, to Blessing's point to have him just die and then have all the people be like, "All right, well, I guess you're the new person." I'm like, that's a not a good look do on that, his. Though. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. They knew. They, were, they knew they, already. They, they, they were all her people. Well, what, what, I'm, people. what I'm saying to you guys is that makes the bad guy, ultimate bad guy character, stupid. Yes. And then and I go, okay, saying, well, this guy's like, He this was. He didn't have people character. there. I thought it was and, dumb. But also, like, the, the fact that, like, her taking over as, like, the main bad guy in the plot, I, I totally understand. If they did it better, I would have believed it more. But it was yeah. also the fact that I just didn't view her character as that threatening by that point because she just got her sure. ass beat by, by Soli earlier on where he threw her into the glass. And so, like, yeah. her slitting his throat and then at taking over, John's. I was kind of... At a Papa John's of all places. Hilarious, I'm in the middle of a Papa John's. That yeah, was a great it's... line, though. That, when the Papa John's popped up, I was like, what a stupid product placement. <laughs> and then when he... <laughs> I'm literally in the middle of a Papa John's. Like, all right, that's funny. You got me back around. Yeah. yeah. But like, I just thought that he was—he felt like the more threatening of the two. And when she takes over in such an easy way, I was like, "Oh, so he wasn't threatening, right?" And now, he like, sucks. she she's taking over. I don't necessarily believe in her in this moment because right. we've mm-hmm. already proven that they can take her out if they wanted to. I loved it. I that really was the turning point for me of like actually enjoying this movie a lot more. Where it, it wasn't just exactly what we expect to see because we've seen the same movie a thousand times. Like, I just mm-hmm. I love that they kept it simple with the bad guys. We're not focused on them, like Greg said. We're focused on the characters we actually like. The bad guys do not matter. Let's thin them out as much as possible to get to the fun action scenes. And I thought that the one unique action scene of this movie from the games, the the big uh, flying pirate ships, was 
fun enough. It was cool. It had like a couple cool moments. I don't think it was perfect, yeah. but uh, I do think it was a step above the rest of the scenes. And I think that's just because I'm comparing them to what I've already experienced in the games where I don't think the cargo plane uh, lived up to the the games and like the the auction house, even like all that stuff kind of just felt like lesser versions of, of mm-hmm. what we've seen before. But <laughs> I, I do think that it, it's good that the one unique scene felt uncharted. Like it felt like it belonged for, to the games. And like, that is a compliment to the movie. That, that's so. probably one of my favorite things too from the movie is the fact that uh when i think back to my favorite uncharted moments or the things that i loved about uncharted it does come down to the big action set pieces and so when mm-hmm. i think of uncharted 2 i think of the train scene and how dope that was yeah. and i think if i think Me back too. to this movie a year from now i'll remember it for the pirate scene and the then boat, also yeah. The, the like plane. maybe a little bit of the plane plane scene but like even then like yeah. the uncharted 3 did it better for me and See, so i think it will be the pirate scene that's to me i haven't played uncharted 3 or uncharted 2 i was, I was being silly um so to me that plane sequence was fun like we started off with that i was like oh this is fun mm-hmm. so that's and that's what i'll say is one of the reasons why i would recommend going to see this on the big screen is those set pieces which is the whole point of the movie are good i mm-hmm. really enjoyed uh the helicopter ships flying around it, it, as long as it was and as many times we cut back to mark Wahlberg in the helicopter that was the only disappointing part i was like oh, he's, he, you're not giving this guy much to do but everything with tom holland and the fact that they got the the they figured out an organic way for everyone at one point just one little point to be like swashbuckling and hitting each other with all these old pirate swords or not pirate swords but like you know uh random wood pieces time. i thought that was all really fun i thought him having to figure out how to light the cannon and blow the helicopter to the all that stuff totally worked for me um it's just the other i don't really remember any of the other action pieces and for a movie that's that's close to what was the runtime on it tim like two hours almost it was 156 yeah 156 I don't the only other thing I remember is at one point Tom Holland gets wet a lot he just jumps in and out of fountains a lot and that's unfortunate but I guess when I'm thinking about <laughs> well no I'm just I'm saying it's unfortunate in a way that's yeah, just not, that it's not, not yeah, the way you're saying yeah. it's constructed it was just it's yeah. unfortunate that Tom Holland gets wet a lot like which makes sense you know no one likes me in a way he does look good with wet hair though i'll tell you on action set pieces yeah. i thought uh, they did a really good job and it, obviously as somebody who gave uncharted 3 a 10 like i thought i i didn't watch that plane sequence going it's not as good as the other plane sequence i watched mm. it being like i really like this plane sequence i'm yep. really having fun here i like the auction house as well because again it's a heist movie we know what that kind of looks like when it is of like go down there and cut the power and yeah yeah i was i was ready for him to cut the power and I went when he and I liked his banter with the Scottish guy. <laughs> like I literally have no really idea what funny. you're saying. But then to get up and try to cut and not be able to cut it, just be like, you got to do this on your own. I thought that was a fun one. I'm sorry, Tim. No, no, just uh, just I wanted to piggyback off of that. Like I, I don't think that the cargo plane thing was worse than the game. I just think that it, I enjoyed it more when I was playing it, and that's the thing is like I am comparing it to something that I got to interact with, sure. and I think that that that's why I think they did a good job showing it. And I think that it was thrilling and engaging for sure, um, especially uh when they we i had the question the whole movie of like how is he gonna land without a a parachute and i thought they answered that question in a very fun way uh that is different than the games Mm -hmm. but um i i think it's more a testament to how much i enjoyed the pirate ship thing that i want to play that like that that to me i think is really cool where it kind of worked in the the other way so i'm like like they definitely their action scenes kind of like nailed the the point of what uncharted set pieces are kevin uh one thing that like i wish was a little different is i i didn't like it it bummed me out that there wasn't one big last twist with uh like the treasure like they get in the boat and he looks at it and he's like oh shit it's spices and the other one's like oh spices were as valuable as gold i was like oh is that how they're gonna do the uncharted like 
twist you never that they get the treasure, right? Yeah. I mean, but like, you know, every Uncharted game, or except for the, the fourth one, ends with like, uh, not really, right? Or it's I like, mean, that's, the... I, I went in this assuming they're not getting the gold. I always uh, yeah, assume they're not yeah, going to yeah. get the gold because totally. if your that's characters how it works. become billionaires, there's no motivation. It's not fun to watch them. Well, actually, I'm sorry, Tim. I apologize. Thank you. I apologize, Tim. Because it can be fun to watch them, of course. <laughs> um, but not the that's beginning. National right? Treasure also. You have to have the characters like, and, and that was one of the good parts of the movie where Sully did have to make that choice. Now he can trust him. But um, going back to that, the sequence in the auction house, I was a little disappointed with it only because it ends with him like literally running out the front door. I'm like, well, that was not yeah. as creative. But I will say, because Tom Holland um, isn't as hulking of a presence on screen, I really liked how they choreographed him. I yeah. like that he never really beats anyone's ass. He's mm. always sort of parkouring around oh, them. And in then, the like, house when he kicks the guy and falls back down, doesn't even move the guy. <laughs> yeah, like, so that was great. And I think that that's, I mean, obviously, the director is like, listen, this is Tom Holland. We've seen him, the movies we've seen him in uh, up until this point are all Spider Man movies. And we know he's not the tallest of actors on the planet. So let's, em, let's embrace that. Although I do, I, I, love, I got I got a laugh out of where he's like, dude, you're like an inch taller than me to Mark Wahlberg. And I was like, is Mark Wahlberg that short? Um, so I thought that was really cool. And I thought I thought a lot of that stuff works for me. And obviously, it's just it really this movie's really based built on the strength of Tom Holland. He's just so fun to watch do anything and him yes. pickpocketing and all that stuff. I'm like, this is this is fun. This is this is clever and this is creative and it's keeping this it cigarette invented by Alfonso Cigaretti. You're gonna tell me you're gonna tell me that woman was not completely into Tom Holland at that point. He was so I was charming. I would have gone home. After all that yeah. flair bartending. Oh come on. And it was dude. the same thing too. Oh, yeah. You're talking about the way they use Tom Holland, right? Like I when they get well, first off, I loved the this is not about Tom Holland. I loved the reveal of the club being next to the ancient thing or whatever. Cause when they That's were coming fine. up with the purple light, I was like are they about to do go. something supernatural like the games or whatever? And then they mm -hmm. didn't. But I loved the behind the bar scene where when he takes a drink of alcohol, I was like, huh, he's taking a drink. Like he's going to drink it. And then she's like, it's not time for shots. And then he does the fire spray. And then he does that kickflip punch yeah. through the hole. And they shut. I was like, that was fun. God, was I cool. like that a lot. Yeah, it was fun. Really creative way. Good, good yeah. action stuff on that. Uh, going back real quick. Uh, we're pretty distant from this, but Nick brought up the, the music. I was, severely let down by the score of this movie and i, I think that i it could have took it to great for me honestly if they just committed to the theme more and like i i don't understand why video game movies are just so scared to just do the damn thing mortal kombat was a huge offender last year but uh they Power rangers have, even which is a like, video game exactly but. there's just there's just so much of this where it's like so much of the spirit and so much of what's iconic about this is tied to this amazing music it's not like we're just waiting for easter eggs and references it's like no that actually helps the vibe and like really sets the Whoa. tone for what we're doing yeah. and i think that the the theme was used to good effect multiple times in the movie but compare this to indiana jones where we hear his theme song every five seconds i don't think we quite right. needed that but what I would have liked is the rest of the score of this movie to be better. I was very let down by it. It was so generic action bullshit. And I was shocked seeing the credits that the composer was Raman Jawadi, who's the same dude that did Game of Thrones in Westworld. Mm. And I'm like, he's so fucking good. And we just get this out of it. And I think that hearing the Uncharted theme really made that stuff even less quality. So that, that was a bummer. Nick? Yeah, so like I'll, I'll disagree with you a little bit on on Mortal Kombat, right? Because if you're going to use the original like Mortal Kombat soundtrack, it's dated. It's going to date that in a time and a place. And yes, it's fun to have as an Easter egg, but that's that might not fit tonally. Cool, similar though. with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, where like you can't just go into the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers theme song. It's going to sound like a '90s uh, TV show. But with Uncharted, when that when the end credits roll and you hear 
like the French horns kind of set in. I'm like, oh my God, why would you not use this? You had an ace in your pocket the entire time and it fits perfectly with the vibe that you're going with. And it actually like, I'm not going to say it rivals the Indiana Jones score because I, I have a special place in my heart for John Williams. Of course, I would never say that. Never. You'd never say But that. it's pretty freaking good. That, that original score yeah. from Uncharted. It's pretty fucking awesome. But it's not even just the theme. It's even just like the instruments and the the tone and the, where the fuck's the Vuvuzelas, Greg? You know what I'm exactly. talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think one thing one thing that that I, makes me feel good about the this movie is that like I am excited for a sequel. Like I think now that like hopefully it happens. But now that like all of the like bullshit people meeting and building relationships is done we could jump bullshit. forward a couple years and and you know because it's like I, I don't need to see how sully and nate became friends like i get it they're, you they're, just did you just yeah, did it's too late you yeah. saw it and i didn't i didn't actually enjoy it, it, it mark Wahlberg was bad <laughs> that being said in, like if the next game equal and you gave him your money so but that's what i'm saying in the next game i can tell the chemistry's there now they could be the best of friends and i'll walk in and be like i fucking yeah. believe it Shout out for the Mustang, yeah. too, you know, for Wahlberg there at the Shut end. Shut up. The you credits. sound so dumb. Shout out for what the What do you mean? You didn't like the mustache? I love that. It's a, you know, that, that was, was the funny. biggest knock like against it. him. That, you know, when, oh, he's Sully, but he doesn't have a mustache. And then, like, to have him in the outfit from Uncharted 3, you know, down to the Hawaiian shirt yeah, or whatever yeah. you want to call it, the shirt with the pattern on it, and then the mustache. Like, hell yeah. See, my thing is, when the way this movie ends, I can easily see how the next movie becomes Uncharted 1. Like, you could start the, the next movie from the beginning of Uncharted 1, and I think mm -hmm. it makes complete sense. And I, that is what get, gets me excited for a sequel, is, yeah, to see that relationship already established. Like, Chloe's in the ether, and, like, she could or could not be in the next movie. And I could see mm -hmm. them introducing Elena. Like, I think they really set it up very well. For I was future, really hoping the post credit scene, yeah, was going to be... Oh, yeah. It didn't make sense once they got the oh, crap, and they cut to black there, but something like... We just got an email from a reporter who wants to follow us around on a mission. Her name's Lena. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be just yeah. like that. If, if the screenwriter of that film is watching this review, please feel free to steal that from Greg Miller. I will remind you, Nick, that the, the main bad guy saw Tom Holland go by on a boat, and that's how they knew to go into the final <laughs> confrontation where they had helicopters ready to go to airlift two ships. So trust me when I say that's not that far <laughs> off the mark for that writing, all right? That's fair enough. Yeah, I'm right there with Kev where like the, the biggest compliment I can give this movie is that I'm excited to see a sequel. So I wouldn't have thought that going into it. Um, but there was a ton of, not a ton, but there was a, a fair amount of Easter eggs and stuff that made me kind of like happy. And I was like, oh, that's cool. One fun thing that made me laugh was uh, an Indiana Jones reference where instead of the snakes, why does it have to be snakes? It's like nuns. Why does yeah, it yeah. have to be nuns? Oh, that, was <laughs> that was great. I will say that the, one of the parts of the movie that I felt was a little bit of a slog was all the stuff with his brother i didn't mm. I, don't, I don't i don't like the younger kids i never like this where mm. they're like i love you you're my brother yada yada and it's like i don't have a connection with this character i haven't seen these kids through a lot of this movie this forced sort of relationship between these two which was sort of the crux for him going on this mission i get why they had to do it and i understand they're setting up the brother character for a future movie but man i was like ah keep coming back to this huh okay. i will say one thing uh, jumping off of that well, that was jarring for me was the flashback to 15 years ago and it, it being a Nathan Drake that seemingly is like, what, 14 years old and it looking completely different from Tom Holland. Yeah. But then you jump forward. <laughs> no, he yeah. was 10. He was 10. OK. Yeah. So, okay, Nathan so that Drake is 25. In this movie. Yeah. Yeah. 
I guess. I don't, Tom also, Holland just looks so young that, like, well, I'm, in my yeah. mind, the way I, like, did the math, I was like, okay, you look like a 14-year-old in the flashback. <laughs> so that makes you, what, almost 30? You do not look almost 30, Tom Holland. Uh, like, that, for me, was hard to reconcile. It also broke my brain for a Blessing second. Blessing got was... carded yesterday at the bar. <laughs> I, I just want to say. I just I want did. that out but there. But also, I have the Tom Holland problem. We both look like we're 15 years old. We can't help it. You know, we're just young and hot. I will say, did anyone, did anyone, it's true. So hot and a lot of parkour. Did anyone else catch that it like the movie starts and then it flashes back 15 years and then it flashes forward, but not to present day, but it, it says, says present, present day. day. And I'm like, yeah. present day huh, minus wait. a couple weeks, maybe a yeah. couple weeks. Yeah. I was like, well, I, I, I'll forgive that, obviously. But that was a little silly. I was like, we got a lot of flashbacks. Yeah, usually you go here. right yeah, like 14 days before or something like that. Yeah, right? or two weeks like, before. Yeah. yeah, two weeks before what you just saw, whatever. Yeah. Minor nitpick didn't really matter. But just what about any... Easter eggs? Uh, yeah, you want to go for it, Greg? Sure. I mean, uh, well, Tim, you got the first one. I didn't even see it. You called it out. Was the bar he works at? His kitty got wet. Yeah. An infamous uh, Nolan North ad lib on the set of Uncharted for when he's doing the punches and you know knocking out bad guys. That's a great one. Uh, when Tom Holland went back to his uh, steamer trunk from the orphanage and opened it up, Naughty Dog sticker inside of it. And that was cool. cool. Uh, of course, and then of course, not even an Easter egg, right? Nolan North's cameo. Oh no. no. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> he's back. He's back. He's back. Everything's gotta be like, sorry. Right, Discord sucks. Uh, I uh, did. We get to do my second one of the trunk, and then I was saying, of course, well, it's not even an Easter egg. The cameo from Nolan North. That's my bad. Sorry. <laughs> no, damn. They, people hate Nolan uh, North. I, I like. I like the cameo. I thought it was fun. Oh, yeah. Silly yeah. To have him Super fun. There. Longer than I expected. I thought he'd get one line. Yeah. I thought but, for sure, yeah, he was going to be like, what happened to you guys? Oh, we fell, we fell out of a car, we fell out of a plane, or jumped out of, you know, oh, and, and then he would have kept walking. Not the, like a hold on him, too, of like, something similar happened to me once. Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> Good luck. I'm like, damn, I, they're hanging out with yeah. him. <laughs> I wish, I kind of, half of me wishes the line was a little bit more vague, where he's like, yeah, I've been there, something like that. Because he's like, something similar happened to me once, and I'm like, well, now I'm way more fascinated in what this guy's story is going to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you should like, play the Uncharted you're, games, Nick. If you're yeah, not an Uncharted fan, you watch this movie just as like, you know, you just You'd be like, show up the movie theater. Like, what the about? fuck is this guy talking about that exactly. he's been through this before? I, th- I wish they'd have kept it a little bit more vague so that if you hadn't seen it, it would have come off as like, oh, this guy's just being silly. But then if you're in the know, you're in the know. But seeing Nolan North anytime on the silver screen is always... Oh boy awesome right i mean when i remember when he popped up in uh i think it was into darkness i was like wow that's fucking awesome man it's all north it's great to to see him and i I think it was so cool that they gave him that moment yeah for sure and of course wearing the you know the outfit that was the concept art for drake originally yeah super fun and we already talked about it earlier a little bit but the the moment where tom holland puts on the the whole stories and the uncharted theme kicks in (laughs) it's just like Uh it was but, so designed to get a pop, it, and motherfuckers, it got a pop. Like, it, was it was an yeah. awkward. It was an ac- so awkward, awkward shot because suddenly so he pops in there and like freeze frame for like a quarter of a second, and it's. It, it, but it it did it, it for me. It worked. I loved it. I enjoyed the shit out of it. Yeah. It's just funny because I I never in my mind would have thought like what's the thing that completes Nathan Drake? It's the holsters, and it's like I guess that's what they're going with. But it's that thing like it's like I you know I hadn't like looking at it I hadn't thought about it like you know what I mean? Oh, he's wearing the Henley, he's got the ring. All right, cool. And then he pops out like oh fuck, he looks great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. But Uh, he he does nothing with those guns. (laughs) I mean, he can't kill people. That's just I I mean, kill at least one person. He he actually did kill a lot of people, and I like the first time he kills. he, they may no. have survived. They may no, have survived they fell through a plane. Like the first fell through I mean, a plane. That one dude fell off the boat and immediately he, hits a rock at yeah, like a hundred miles an hour. He first, just the first 
the first guy he killed, he did apologize to. Yes, he was and like, I thought so that was sorry, great. So of like, I it was purely reactionary, is what he exactly. says. Um, was, uh, one I will more, say it was kind of cartoonish when the villain gets smashed by a boat. That was like, I don't yeah. know, he's for me. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, uh, and then one one more compliment that I want to give this is that uh, uh, Paula came, and uh, and she's never played any of the Uncharted games. But at the end of it, I was like, "How did you feel about that?" And she was like, "It was it was fun." And I was like, "All right." Nice. Yeah, Gia, Gia liked it a lot too, which shocked me because going in, she was like, "I do not want to watch this" because she doesn't like those type of movies at all. But Tom Holland just got the stuff, man. He got some stuff. stuff. But let us know in the comments below uh, if you're excited to see this movie or if you get to see it, what you thought of it. Until next time, I love you all. Goodbye.